Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello. Welcome to the Librocube. I am Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. Uh, today is Friday. Yeah. October 26th, and these are your stories. No, we don't, uh, we don't do that. Uh, today's sponsor is Mennonite Buggies. Mennonite Buggies. Tired of the wheels falling off your Amish buggy? We all know that they're lazy buggers, those Amish, and don't know how to put together a buggy. Trust your buggy needs to the Mennonites by Mennonites. Pause for laughter. Today being Friday, and the first Friday we have ever recorded a podcast, a podcast, a podcast, um, the theme on Fridays is High Internet Day. That's Friday combined with the word internet. Uh, again, as with her video games day, you're going to want to try to uh, try to mumble that a bit to make it sound as if it's one word. High Internet Day. Thusly. Uh, again, as with the episodes this week, we're going to sort of uh, talk about where I'm coming from, as far as the free internet. So uh, when we talked about books, we talked about how I went to school to be a librarian. When we talked about video games, we talked about all the systems I had up to this point, um, yada yada. With the internet, I was a fairly uh, early adapter. I I think something um, I wanted to mainly talk about on uh, today's show is podcasts, as that is what this is, so why not uh, talk about a little bit of my history of podcast viewership. Is it still viewership if you're just listening to it? Earership, or hearer. Ship. Let's make up a word for that. Hear her ship. Yeah. Okay. Without the internet, first off, uh, there would be no podcasts, as they are, uh, if you boil it down to its very minimum, radio shows that are on the internet. That's kind of the, uh, the easiest, simplest way to describe it. Uh, the very first uh, podcast I ever listened to is one called Kevin Pollock's Chat Show. Uh, if you uh, Google Kevin Pollock and get a look at his uh, his mug, you will recognize him. I can almost guarantee it. He's been in a shit ton of movies. Maybe most notably uh, in A Few Good Men. The movie that he is uh, 
he seems to really regret doing the most is one called the Jumanji Men. Jumanji Men? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, I do remember that one. It was about a uh, guy who went to, uh, I think, Africa and watched uh, guys playing basketball and uh, recruited one of the guys for the NBA. And uh, hilarity ensued. I say that as a question because I kind of don't think it did, uh, in fact, ensue. He, he's in a lot of comedies, though. Uh, very, uh, very funny guy. Good actor. And I'd say his... Uh, oh, also, uh, he's an impressionist. Does a lot of impressions. I think he was one of the first to do a Christopher Walken impression. Does a good uh, Captain Kirk impression. Throws in uh, super extra long pauses when doing it, which I was find funny. Uh, I think what he does best, though, is interview people. I cannot exactly remember how I stumbled across this. I do remember that... The thing about his podcast is he actually films it, so it's uh, not just audio, as most podcasts are. So when I first uh, came across it, I watched it. It's also available on uh, iTunes, uh, I think in both audio only and video video options. The, uh, The very first episode he did... Uh, the guest was uh, LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton from, you may know him from, Star Trek. I just so had the pleasure of meeting LeVar Burton as well and getting his autograph. I've mentioned uh, on a couple episodes this week that I've met certain people and gotten their autographs. Uh, all of this happened at Fan Expo. 2012 here in uh, Toronto, Canada. Uh, if you care to see pics, you can go to uh, my website, Nerd Kane Adventures, and see uh, the pics of Nerd Kane getting signed by all these famous nerdy folk. Uh, some cosplay pictures there, too. Back to Kevin Pollock's chat show. Uh, so, the first episode with LeVar Burton kind of, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say uh, opened my eyes to the to watching and then listening to things other than TV and movies. When uh, my company moved from the town that I lived in to uh, about a half an hour north, I got my own office which meant I could listen to whatever I wanted, which meant that the uh, whole world of podcasts uh, was open to me. Uh, I first started with, rather than watching episodes of Kevin Wallach's chat show, I would download the audio-only version through iTunes and listen to it at work. With doing that, he had... uh, As soon as I did that, I started to search around for 
other podcasts I could listen to as well because he, you know, he'd do uh, whatever, one a week, and that would be uh, in an hour and a half, roughly, usually. Uh, and then I needed more than that to fill up an entire work week. Not to say that at work, that's all I'm doing is listening to podcasts. I'm sort of a, yeah, lucky enough to be sort of 60% office time, 40% moving around, being active kind of time, which is nice. Uh, anyways, that's enough work talk. With uh, Kevin Pollock, the main thing I'm going to recommend to anybody is that let's take a brief break and play the QQQQ 107 radio roulette. Ah, see, I was editing uh, a podcast and realized that I called it radio roulette. That was the name I wanted to remember to use. Radio roulette. Let's see what we get. Anti Mo again. All right. Well, you know why? Because in the mornings you got your morning shows, so that makes sense. Anyways, back to Kevin Pollock. I have been trying to get my friends into podcasts with limited success for some reason. I don't know why. They don't seem to be jumping on board. Uh, maybe now that I have my own, they'll uh, jump on board a little more ready, readily. Then again, maybe now they're like, well, if he's doing it, that means anyone can do it. Which means there's no way they're good at all. Because he's a bastard. Those friends. I'm shaking my fist right now. Uh, anyways, something I would recommend to sort of pull yourself into the podcast world is to go through the Kevin Pollock chat show uh, archives and if you see a person who he has interviewed that you have any desire whatsoever to know more about, and I can guarantee there will be people in there that you will, you uh, either watch on YouTube that episode, or listen to it on YouTube. You can go to his website, where he's also got all his episodes. Uh, you can do it through iTunes. That's the other good thing about podcasts, is that there are many ways to access them. The reason I like his format is, normally when you see an interview with someone, you know, it's going to be a little five-minute uh, thing where they'll maybe talk about their latest movie or tell one story uh, where on his show it's more like a sort of a spoken autobiography almost and he gets really in depth his uh, the people who research the guests uh, although I don't think they're professionals I think it's uh, his uh, girlfriend mostly who does it does a she does a very professional job uh, it pulls out a lot of details, quite often details to the point where the guests are surprised that Kevin is asking questions about certain things, like, oh my god, I can't believe anybody knew about that. So that that's good to see. Most recently, uh, Ben Schwartz was on, and that has been my favorite episode, because he is so friggin' hilarious, that guy. Uh, I would recommend that to 
absolutely everyone who likes to laugh at things, everybody should watch that one. Stop, you know what, stop this podcast, go watch and or listen to that one, come back, and then finish this off, and then be disappointed with the quality and hilarity of this after watching that. Yeah, let's let's do that. I mentioned how when playing a video game, I'll uh, have something else on the go, and one of my actual favorite things to have on the go is a episode of Kevin Bollock's chat show, because it's a, it's a perfect uh, sort of, it's the perfect thing to have going while doing another thing, because when the video game action is slow, or it's a loading screen, or you're paused, or say you're on your second playthrough and you don't really need to watch the cinematics, you can look on over to the chat show. I used to watch and listen to every episode, no matter what the guest, but now I've actually... uh, stop doing that and only watch the ones in which the guest is someone I have at least some interest in. So if it's someone I really don't care about whatsoever, uh, I don't watch that episode. Although I did at one point do that and enjoyed them. So I don't know why I stopped. Maybe I'll Maybe I'll revisit doing that. See, this speaking things out loud maybe uh, opens up your brain a bit. Hmm. Spreads the old uh, noggin meat open. Hmm. Apparently does not help you to talk good, though. Pause. Some of the things that Kevin Pollock does on his show, uh, I really enjoy. He'll have a... When he's filming live the podcast, he'll have people write in a tweet in, email in their questions live to ask the guests, which I enjoy. Uh, One of the ways in which he does that is through something called uh, Tweet 5, Uh, in which someone will tweet him five sort of yes or no, this or that, Coke or Pepsi, as he describes it, uh, questions. So uh, he'll rapidly fire these off to the guests, and the guests will will answer them. Sometimes it's funny because it'll get hard for the guests to choose because it'll be a choice between two people that the guest has worked with or is friends with, and you can see them sort of struggling. I like it when they actually do answer, though. A lot of the times they'll be like, (laughs) and they'll fit a little, as they say. Uh, Another thing he does, although for some reason didn't do it on the last episode I watched, is a game called the Larry King game, in which the guest does a bad Larry King impression, uh, where they reveal something about themselves as Larry King. That's that's very important. As if they were Larry King, uh, they reveal something about themselves that they probably shouldn't. 
Uh, let me see if I can give an example. Hello, this is Larry King. Back in the 50s, my pubic hair was bright pink. Dildo Newfoundland, you're on. Uh, that's the other part of the Larry King game, is that he'll uh, throw to the phones, as they say, at, if the name of the city is funny sounding, that usually helps it along. So I always thought, and I don't know if it's ever come up, but Dildo Newfoundland, that's a funny sounding city for obvious reasons. Okay, I'm at work. That happened all of a sudden while I was talking about Dildo Newfoundland. See, you never know what's gonna what's gonna happen here. Let's hope this Friday friggin' flies by. That was a long week, man. <sighs> Yawn. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back! We are back! We are back! We are back! back. We are back! Back in action! Hello again. That was eight hours of work on a Friday. Delightful. A little something that I will sometimes do on a Friday drive home when I have realized that the weekend is upon us is to let out a sort of a, a primal uh, scream. I guess you would call it. Scream slash laugh maniacal release of the work day. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what you're going to want to do probably is turn down your volume a little bit right now. Because uh, she gets loud. Here we go. a little, a little something like that. There you go. Gets, gets the, uh, the blood flowing a little. We left off talking about Kevin Pollock's chat show, if I do recall. They are good. Talk ended. We're going to, uh, move on to, uh, Someone who has very heavily influenced me in a lot of things, including starting this podcast. A man by the name of Chris Hardwick, who we have mentioned quite a few times so far in the show. Um, we have mentioned that the missus says I have a man crush on him, and uh, it's Maybe true. I'm not gonna deny. It. I'm not gonna deny it. I'm comfortable with my uh, sexuality. I like the boobs and the uh, other area between a woman's legs, whatever you want to uh, call that. The uh, let's call it the uh, furry wet hole. Oh, <laughs> wow! I should uh, I should be a poet. Anyways, back to Chris Hardwick, uh, talking about the furry wet hole, or the FWH, as uh, maybe we'll call it. Let's get that started. FWH, furry wet hole. Uh, Chris Hardwick is a podcaster, 
he, uh, at the same time I started listening to Kevin Pollock's chat show, I think it was as simple a matter as searching for sort of a, typing into Google top 10 podcasts, or maybe uh, nerdy podcasts, something of that nature. Just a simple little search and has changed uh, my life. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll go as far as that. Uh, his podcast is called The Nerdist Podcast. He has a co-host, dual co-hosts, I should say, in uh, Matt Myra and Jonah Ray. I would uh, recommend checking out both of their Twitter feeds as they'll post lots of funny shit. Matt Myra in particular I have a uh, affinity for as he's a bit of a uh, big boned we'll say like myself wears glasses like myself uh, is nerdy like myself see a lot of myself in him or I should mention that uh, before I continue that it's raining again today. Ooh, accident. Don't get too many... Holy shit. Don't get too many accidents on my drive home. That one was pretty bad. Holy cow. Uh, raining today. The episode I posted earlier in the week in which it was raining. Uh, I didn't think it was noticeable on the audio. A if you believe that is also the case, or rather if you believe that is not the case, and when it's raining you cannot understand what I'm saying, then uh, let me know and maybe I'll uh, take a break, a little, uh, little baseball-esque rain delay when it's raining like this. Anyways, back to the Nerdist podcast. He, uh, Chris Hardwick has sort of, from the podcast, uh, built himself a sort of nerdy empire. Um, he has now a channel on YouTube. I bet you didn't know they had channels on YouTube. But uh, they do now. It's pretty new. Uh, and also, while I'm mentioning, mentioning YouTube channels, another good one to check out is Felicia Day's YouTube channel, which I just watched an episode of... Uh, something she has on that called Written by a Kid. The episode I just watched was uh, called Zombie Spider. Or was it Spider Zombie? <laughs> watched it ten minutes ago. Can't remember. Uh, it was good though. Uh, I've laughed out loud to every everyone so far. It is literally uh, what it sounds like, which is a... Um, sort of a mini-movie skit dealy that is written by a kid. So a kid will come in and tell a story, and they will uh, animate to the story. Uh, not necessarily animation, maybe live-action. There's been animation ones. I think there was even a stop-motion one. Very uh, impressive production values, and they'll have a different director come in each time. Uh, Joss Whedon actually did one. Picture that. That was a good one. Okay, here's another first. I think there might be two accidents because I am never at a standstill on the 
one of the roads I drive home on. And right now I'm sitting here. I feel like I'm in friggin' L.A. from the sounds of it. Maybe we'll get an extra long episode today. Although, to be honest, I hope not, because I'm not a big fan of sitting in friggin' traffic. I am, uh, as a sort of general rule, a very relaxed person. One of the very few times I ever find myself showing anger is while driving. So, grr, arg. (laughs) Grr, arg is a sound from the end of every Buffy and I believe Angel episode. Since we're talking about Joss Whedon, there you go. A little trivia for you. Ah, speaking of trivia, something just popped into my mind I wanted to mention. Totally off topic. The uh, Mars Curiosity rover, I heard yesterday that it's actually the size of about a car. And I saw a picture of it with a guy standing beside it. I thought it was like, uh, maybe like, maybe go-kart size. But no, it's friggin' huge. I don't know, just throwing that out there. It's a little uh, brain fluvia. <laughs> we were all over the freaking place. Nerdist Network. Uh, Nerdist Network on the YouTubes. Uh, we'll uh, get into more detail on that on a, on another internet day. But uh, needless to say, check it out. We'll, uh, we'll talk more about what they have going on on it. In specifics, as I... Uh, as sort of the uh, the way I think the podcast is going to go is that at least at first we're doing sort of broad general overviews and then moving into specific, uh, when it comes to say TV shows, we'll be doing specific episodes. Uh, when, we, when we do books, we'll do more of uh, what I have currently reading as opposed to what I have read when we do video games what I am currently playing as opposed to what I have played Um, from the general to the specific if you will that's that's the way I have a feeling it's going to work out so on this fry internet day we'll just uh, I think maybe a good idea is to give a rundown of every podcast that I listen to on a regular basis. That way you'll know what to expect in the future when we talk about individual episodes. So, uh, first is Kevin Pollock's chat show. Um, First, as in that's what I remember starting with. Uh, Second is the Nerdist podcast. Second in that it's the second one I have mentioned. And then, in no particular order, let's see if I can remember all of them, because there's a few. Um, Penn's Sunday School, which stars Penn Gillette, who you may uh, know as the giant of the... (laughs) giant half of the magical dual Penn and Teller. The not-as-giant being Teller. Although I've heard that He's actually sort of normal-sized, and it's just the fact that Pendulette is like seven foot tall that makes him look a little, a little little. 
when we talk about next would be, let's go, oh, uh, we'll go Adam Carolla, the Adam Carolla show, which the Penn Sons of Today School is actually on the Adam Carolla network. Uh, he's probably a, uh, yeah, I'm going to throw this out, the most consistently funny one. <laughs> he's just got a good uh, LPM, laugh per minute ratio. And to top it off, he does his show every single day, which is freaking impressive. This guy can talk. He uh, also does stand-up comedy. I should put that in quotes because he is not your sort of typical stand-up comedian in that he will go out with an act. He'll go out and basically just shoot the shit for two hours, which is a pretty mind-boggling skill that uh, I don't think many people possess. It is impressive. Very, very impressive. Uh, so what else do we got? We got uh, Judge John Hodgman. You may recognize John Hodgman from The Daily Show. He uh, has written several books as well. He, uh, it's an interesting premise for his show. What it is is uh, people will write into him with uh, arguments that they're having and he will judge them as if a real judge and uh, does it very humorously. So that's another good one. Oh, uh, probably, I don't know if I'm going to go my favorite, but my favorite for the reason that it has made me laugh the longest and hardest and most uncontrollably is one called uh, Comedy Bang Bang. It sort of uh, deviates from the regular uh, podcast chat show, which I should mention that's what Adam Carolla's and Chris Hardwick's The Nerdist podcasts are sort of uh, chat shows where they'll have a guest every week uh, or in Adam's case every day. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang sort of follows that, except what they do is one of the guests will, not 100% every time, but 90% of the time will be not a real person. And by that I mean someone pretending to be someone else. For example, my favorite, and the one that made me tear up with laughter on more than one occasion, is when the cake boss comes on. It is not the actual Cake Boss, Cake Boss. It is the fake Cake Boss, Cake Boss. Something that always gets me about the Cake Boss, Cake Boss uh, on the show is that whenever anyone says Cake Boss, Cake Boss, is uh, that he will repeat them saying Cake Boss, Cake Boss. And uh, I do it to the missus, and she is not amused by it. But... I do it nonetheless. Um, we'll definitely be talking about that one. I wish they did it more than uh, once a week, because it is the funniest one. They have actually uh, made the move from podcasting to television, 
they still do the podcast, but they also do a version of it on TV. Um, I've not seen it yet because I don't know. Uh, it's on really late. <laughs> That's kind of sad to say. And I can't find it uh, anywhere online to watch it. It uh, would definitely be a thing that I would buy uh, on DVD if it's anything like the show. Uh, plus, just listen to the uh, their theme song by Reggie Watts, who uh, does a lot of the podcast rounds. He's uh, really good. You know how I have mentioned that my musical tastes are of a 60-year-old, I guess... That's where it may differ. Reggie Watts is a cool dude for for kitties. This kitties uh, not old. Oh shit! We forgot to play the QQ QQ One O Seven Radio Roulette. So let's play that now. Q traffic is in minutes, but we only listen to music. So, fuck them. Oh, uh, how about this? A very recent addition. The most recent uh, addition to my podcast lineup is uh, one called Vic's Basement, uh, starring Victor Lucas and his pal and co-host, Scott C. Jones. You may know them from TV. They have a show called Reviews on the Run uh, on the G4 network, which I've mentioned is my favorite network. (laughs) Um, where they review video games. On the show, they'll do that, some of that, but it's more of just uh, them sort of them sort of uh, shooting the shit about video games and the industry and uh, things of that nature. It's pretty short, the episodes, maybe 20 minutes or so, which I guess some of these are too. Um, I actually had the pleasure of meeting both of them and getting their autograph, as I've uh, said a couple of times about other people. I, uh, at Fan Expo 2012, and attended a panel uh, of a taping of Vic's Basement, so if uh, perhaps I coughed during that episode and it made it onto the podcast, then maybe me starting a podcast is not the first time I've been podcasting. Oh, I never thought of that. Oh, something else that I wanted to bring up is uh, some sort of an eerie coincidence. Now, I don't know uh, if the sort of uh, Venn diagram of people who... I don't know if the Venn diagram of people who know of Victor Lucas and Chris Hardwick is large, but I am one of them. As I have mentioned, Chris Hardwick has created a sort of nerdy empire in the States. Now, Victor Lucas has created a nerdy empire in Canada. He's uh, based out of Vancouver. He's got the podcast, a couple of television shows, uh, websites with reviews and what have you, so he's got that going. His, so that's sort of a Canadian and American version of each other, sort of mirrored version of each other. Then Chris works, uh, one of the co-hosts on Chris Hardwick's podcast is Matt Myra. 
uh, one of the co-hosts with uh, Victor Lucas is a man by the name of uh, Jose Fupar Sanchez. Now they have some eerie similarities of them of their own. They're both uh, very funny dudes. In fact, <laughs> when I was at Fan Expo, uh, it was the whole cast of the of the show, Electric Playground and Reviews on the Run, and uh, Jose Fubarch Sanchez was there, and uh, I remember he uh, just basically grabbed this kid that this guy was holding and said, oh, let me see your kid, and just grabs him and starts saying, hey, kid, and everyone who was there waiting to get an autograph was laughing along, and it was pretty, uh, pretty hilarious. Uh, also hilarious, Matt Myra, also both sort of uh, big-boned. There's the, your, your other coincidence. Mirror, your mirror image of the both. Then um, Victor has a co-host in Scott C. Jones, who uh, some say is um, sort of mean, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Some say that Chris Hardwick's co-host Jonah Ray is sort of mean. Again, for lack of a better word, and I don't want to say are jerks, but they can be a little on the jerky side. Now, I like them both, don't get me wrong, but it's just another example of that weird sort of mirror image um, between the Canadian and American versions of these two nerdy empires. So, I just thought I'd point that out, because I knew when I ended up talking about podcasts, I'd probably bring that up. Okay, uh, better hurry up, because we're almost home. Who else do I got? I know I'm going to forget people here. Uh, Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, that is, I believe, the only non-comedy podcast that I listen to, and that being said, he'll usually have a comedian on with him to, uh, to funny it up a bit. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, that's, that's a whole episode right there of, of how much I admire him and how much I like listening to him pour, uh, physics and astrophysics and science and stuff like that into my brain. Very much so enjoy that. Uh, I know I'm forgetting people. Well, uh, well, you know what? Let me bring this up. Uh, today I bought a, uh, bought online a notepad. <laughs> so for all these times where I'm like, what the hell was that guy's name? Uh, oh man, what are the podcasts I listened to? I wish I had to wrote them down. I'm going to have a notepad to write this kind of shit down. And um, I'm going to jury-rig some sort of thing so it hangs off my rearview mirror so I can quickly glance at that when recording. That's the plan, anyway. So, since it's Friday, internet day, we're going to say uh, I can has Friday for a little... Uh, internet related end of the show and as always it's nice to be nice
through the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come and be. Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Live long and prosper.